it was just so humbling. The guy goes around with a picture with my face on it. <laughs> oh, that was the best. Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show. In this episode, we get into 10 really great and surprising ideas about balancing work and life. Plus, some specific tactics to actually do this well, to make a bigger dent in your to-do list without burning out or building poorly or playing by anyone else's rules. You know who we are? This is The Fizzle Show, the sounding board for a community of bootstrapped, gritty, gutsy folks who earn a living through independent work. And your hosts are, if we were Warner Brothers cartoon characters, Corbett would be Bugs Bunny. Witty, knowledgeable, and based on the rabbit's diet, decidedly San Franciscan. Caleb would be Elmer Fudd, bald, white, and you'd be hard-pressed to find a flaw in his logic. (laughs) And Chase, that's me, would be no other than the Tasmanian Devil. Playful, devious, and seemingly focused on one thing before spinning completely out of control and wrecking everything in sight. (laughs) That one comes to us from our friend Yuri. In Finland. Thanks, man. You can follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 59. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. Live intro. Live intro. This is Chase Wardman-Reeves, and I'm here live in the studio with Corbett Barr and Caleb Wojcik, who is, uh, we brought in via satellite. And <laughs> we got him in a sat feed. We got him in a sat feed. A uh, couple things going on. Principally, you're in the middle of an episode or the beginning of an episode where we're going to talk about um, work-life balance. Okay, here's the deal, guys. Here's my thing, okay? In Portland, it's been really sunny and beautiful, okay? <coughs> it's been gorgeous. Yeah. It's been that sounds awful. It's been really wonderful. Sounds terrible. Uh, and um, You guys paid your penance over the winter now. We pee-peed. Yep. We, we paid our penance. Yep. And, you know, you, you're walking down the street. It's 1130. In the afternoon, umbrellas are out, you know, people are sitting outside in cafes having, yep. you know, glasses of wine, some white wine. With people lunch. are wearing Woo. jorts. Yeah, some jorts. And a lot sundresses. of sundresses. People, you know, the dudes, they, they, yeah, the dudes have their backpacks on. They their, shave their beards down yeah. to half weight. Yeah, exactly. Tank top. Just, yeah. much, just you know, mustache, yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah, the beard, the beard wax is starting to slowly like, grease down their necks and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that as it, as it melts. <laughs> Hairs are starting to stick out a little bit, you know, as the, as the grease melts, but... It, it's just, it's beautiful. Like in Portland, it, when it's sunny like this, is just such a compelling city. And, you know, we got to say, like, you guys had it kind of easy this winter. It wasn't even that bad in Portland. It the rest really of the good. country was yeah. screwed. Yeah. Yeah. It I, snowed in yeah. some places last month. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. Let's just be honest. It's bad yeah. out there. It out is. there. So, so the point being, other people are feeling this, this, uh, this spring itch more than you are. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So this, this concept, so it just started rattling in my brain, like, oh my God, like I, there's no way I'm going to be able to go back and work for another five hours after mm-hmm. I watch that glass of wine get poured right now right. for the person next to me. And it's like, I'm going to, you know, th- th- so you feel that itch of like, oh yeah. my God, I worked like, so I worked so hard through the winter to, to just get here, to survive yeah. to this moment. Like I got to take advantage of it. And it made me think of, you know, cause what comes with that is like, there's this like, is a kind of guilt. I mean, we're working on a team. I want to carry my own weight. We all got to carry our weight, and we all feel like, you know, we just we don't want to slack. Like we, we we're also just good Americans. Mm-hmm. Good, you know, we got Caleb on the team. American, strong back. You know, he's, he's the kind of guy that just works. He's a work. He's like, he's like, I wake up every morning. I, if I don't got something to farm, I just don't feel like a man. You know, he says that to me I, multiple times. I had a, a week. dime for every time I heard that. Exactly. Yeah, I, Caleb. Just go, I just go till the fields if there's nothing to do. Just keep <laughs> exactly. telling them. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, I'm letting that field lie fallow. I'm still going to go dig a hole over there, though. <laughs> just and for, fill it back in. Just because I'm bored. I don't know how to love my wife if I ain't sweaty. <laughs> so, but the point I'm getting to is, is uh, how, there's these seasons in our lives, whether they actually be like seasons of the earth, mm-hmm. winter, spring, summer, fall. Uh, or or seasons of our business, 
Um, or a winter summer romance. Winter summer romance. I was going to say all you got to do is call. Yeah, or like the holiday movie buster <laughs> blockbuster sort of you know thing that happens then. Like well, there's these seasons that happen in our in our cultures and in our lives where there's going to be less productivity than normal, and sometimes other seasons where there's more productivity than. I'm normal. Glad you're bringing it back to this because I was afraid we were going to lose our south of the equator contingent. Yeah. Yeah, where it's it's winter. Yeah, exactly. Winter. They're just exactly. getting so, so much done right now. We don't even, you guys don't even have to listen right now. They're cranking. It's important that we we have a global perspective here. Thank you. Because just frankly, that's. Uh, I mean, we still haven't gotten a, a comment from the iTunes store in Angola or Gabad. But no, you're right. I'm hopeful. I'm I think hopeful you that placed our, your click on uh, that one. Gabad. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, but the point being, you know, it's. I, I couldn't help but feeling a little bit guilty, not just not just you know working on a team with you guys, but just of myself. Like I'm used to a certain kind of output mm-hmm. in my day and in my week, and I wasn't. It just it feels like I like I'm itching to not be working and to go do this thing instead. You know, you know, I'm finally starting to realize that a year into this whole podcast that we've been doing, yeah, this is your therapy session. Yeah, yeah. this is Chase's pretty big time. Chase shows up with an issue, Caleb. Have you noticed this? Yep. And we have to basically talk him down yeah. or through it yeah. for an hour. Yeah. It's You're getting free therapy. Listen, I feel like we should be... Here's the topic therapy, though. So I'm going to need therapy, by the way, at the end of this to deal with yeah. having dealt with you. you, don't, you and you, you, you know it. You know, I'm always there for you. But the truth is, I think some would say I'm sort of the soul of this podcast, which means I'm the crazy, manic insaneness that could be used for either good or bad. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have my own. I don't have my you own have to boundaries. Aim you yeah, you carefully. Ha- you have to aim it. I'm an arrow that can shoot so, yourself in the leg and foot, or it can go like, wow, we just did something really great with that. So let me just cut the bullshit here <laughs> and get to the point. I think what you're asking is whether or not... Uh, you're trying to let us let you off the hook for not working this summer. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. No, but what, what I am getting at is is because it made me think of all these seasons I've had in my own life where it's like sometimes I'm more productive than others. This mm-hmm. is something we've all experienced, mm-hmm. you know, where you could go. And, I mean, think about it outside of the realm of seasons and and you get come back to uh, you just launched something. We've we've mentioned a bunch of times that fatigue and depression that comes after a launch. Yeah. You just you go into a funk. You just totally. go into a funk because it's like, wait, who am I now? Like, yeah. I, everything was, my whole life had this trajectory and direction. Yeah. And then I clicked publish and answered a handful of tweets. And then the next week you wake up and you're like, um, I don't. Who am I? I don't feel like doing anything. Where do I go now? You know, it's kind of like Terry's question the last couple episodes. We Terry. Got you know? Kentucky Waterfalls. <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, God. Just love my I think I talked friend. with Kate, with, uh, <laughs> with Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. That's good. In real life. IRL. So, <laughs> IRL. But but what I wanted what it made me think of is not just this question of seasons and of of sometimes we're more productive than others. Uh it's really this general this bigger overall picture of work life balance, which mm-hmm. let's be honest, every episode of the show is about work life balance. <laughs> you know, frankly, even when we're talking about how to grow your traffic, you're not going to get that from us without also getting like but if you look at these metrics instead of those, you're going to miss the point. Yeah, you know, and that's not. It, it, it's all comes down to what is this thing about? It, it all comes know? back to bowling. Really. Yeah, it all comes back to bowling. <laughs> Trying to make more time for bowling. <laughs> I just don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I mean, that's like to me, that's like a perfect life. If uh, I had a lot of time for bowling, I still haven't even gotten through this intro yet. I know. <laughs> is that your fault or mine? <laughs> I'm the one who's caffeinated, and you're the one who's just like, I just did a founder story. Yeah, and I'm a little giddy I'm ready to, after that. I'm ready to jump in. I just had a founder story done to me, essentially. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Guy named Jordan. You're going to see a founder story from him, and it's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, so let me get to this intro, Corbett, okay? The truth is we have, um, we have all of these seasons that you're going to deal with, and you can become addicted to the productivity. And, and that can lead you in one direction. And you're going to have these other seasons that are going to be like, I'm a piece of crap. I'm worthless. I can't do anything. I can't ship a blog post. I can't ship anything, right? And that's going to make you feel like a piece of crap. And that's not true either. You know, neither of those are true. Those extremes aren't, right? And so I feel like this journey for me has been just one of like this swinging pendulum and my mind, like my emotions will be running, my, you know, going crazy. My soul's going nuts, right? Not knowing, you know, who I am or where, what I'm here for, but then my mind can be smart enough to be like, "That's not true, pal. Chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, you know this, that, and the other." So, 
when you're done with the intro, let yeah, me know. I, apparently, okay, so hold on, okay. So like I said, I feel like every episode of the show really is about this concept of work-life balance. And even as all three of us were talking about it, it's like, wait, haven't we done this show? <laughs> like, and, and we kind of have, but we kind of haven't. Like, we've talked about the uh, uh, millions, then what, the lifestyle business debate. Right. Just the idea of, yeah. a, of, a, of a building a business that you could actually have a life right. around. Um, but, uh, but I don't know if we've really tackled this head on yet. Um, so, and hopefully this one will, this will eventually be light and breezy for the summertime. That's the whole idea here, yeah. right? It's like summertime. Everybody's like yeah. got their head in the clouds right now. They just want to sit on a cafe and sip some rosé. Yeah, yeah in exactly. The and I want to provide a. I want. To, I want to talk through. This is my therapy first. First and foremost. Second of all, we have audience members, and then you know what? You two are third. Mm-hmm. You two are third. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's great that you. So let me tell you about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the topic here is really uh, some rich tips, some hot, we're looking, juicy yeah, tips. We're looking for, for rich tips and hard costs um, for work life balance and and. Partly, we're trying to make people feel okay about it. It's summertime, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't feel guilty for trying to balance a little bit more in favor of living your life over slaving away your over your business while everybody else is outside playing in yeah. Dolores Park, doing what they do yeah. Which every is afternoon a park in San Francisco. And Corbett's just one of those guys who's going to be better than all of us forever. You know, hey, oh, look at me, I'm in San Francisco. Oh, everything's sexy. Look at, oh, look, at, I live here. Yeah, oh yeah, that's Jack Dorsey. He's my buddy. Oh yeah, look at all these founders of tech startups. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. I have never seen Jack Dorsey in <laughs> Dolores Park. Maybe he hangs out there. I don't know. So, should we get all existential on this one well, to start I, with? I think I think there's a there's a there's a there's a handful of ways to do this, right? And I think we're going to get existential by the end of it, right? Um, but but let's. I mean, first of all, for me, what comes up is a there's a a mindset about productivity and expe- expectation. Is this rich tip number one? This is we're heading that way, okay. right? There's a mindset. You're, you're, well, you have a mindset and expectations about productivity. You have one, and you might not know that you do yet. But that's the thing that's making you feel like a piece of crap when you're not shipping a blog post or doing the thing that you that you you. Sh- feel like you should be doing it's also the thing that makes you feel like overly manic when you do that kind of thing in an unbalanced kind of way um so here's my question to both you you two uh caleb i want to ask this of you first what is oh hey caleb how's it going what is your your sort of mindset if you can think of it that way about productivity or can you remember like sort of when it was not so good and or better than others. What have you learned about their mindset about productivity? Like how far back do you want me to go? You want to go with like current one or like what I had in college and kindergarten and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm principally thinking about yeah, elementary school, like your first time finger you play finger painting. Um, I said painting, folks. <laughs> I lit like my. <laughs> you saw it in my face. Uh, Don't believe it. Let's start. Let's start from right now. Like how how are you how do you what do you, what do you think of when you think of this thing? I'm someone that has a very traditional way of looking at it. Clearly, based on like reading getting things done and stuff like that by david allen yeah and having rules and systems and apps that i use to keep track of all the stuff that i do productivity but porn yeah basically prod prawns but i don't really read stuff online about it i just have the basic books that i follow and i'll reread when i feel like i'm falling out of the wayside of it hmm. as far as philosophy on like how much to work and how to separate work in life that I think is something that I've just always kind of struggled with, mm. like over the past six years or so after being out of college. And I think the biggest thing that I've struggled with the most is when you work from home and you live at home. And so, and you have a spouse that maybe has her own job. Mm. And all three of us have that right now. Mm. And so I think that that has probably been the most difficult thing of when do you turn off work mode. Yeah. And also having the conversations with the spouse about work stuff all the time, nights, weekends, holidays, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, because both you two are, are independent. You're, she's doing the wedding photography thing and photography in general. And you are also in, very much in, in tune with that world and the idea Interesting of Interesting that all of us are fully, our wives are independent as well. Yeah. That's, I mean, what, why, would we, why would we choose this kind of cr- crazy... You know, unsustainable. Like, not, I don't know. Not, I guess it's sustainable. It's, it's just un. Uh, think about. It. I mean, like to start this thing up. I mean, the people, people in Fizzle who look, who are trying to build this kind of business, 
And it's just, it's like craziness to, to watch some of these young people just go like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. Or uh, older people who yeah. have more to risk. Right. Yeah. This, this idea uh, of, uh, why can't I think of the word? I guess it's, I'm going to stick with safe. It's like how unsafe. And it makes me think of, uh, <laughs> ready for cheesy evangelical, uh, uh, <laughs> cheesy evangelical book reference number one of the show. Oh. Uh, the C.S. Lewis and, and the Chronicles of Narnia about Aslan. There's these kids talk, you know, so like the kid is talking to a beaver, beaver or badger or something like that, and it's just like, oh, that's Aslan. Is he safe? And the badger goes, no, he's not safe, but he's good, you know. And it's like that's what entrepreneurialism is like. It's not safe, but it's good. Yeah, you know. I so we jumped right into productivity. I'm curious why you went that direction. Where the the point of this is is to help people better yeah. balance between work and life. Is that yeah. is that it? And so what I the only thing I've gotten so far is this immense sense of guilt for not working, I think. Oh, okay. So let me let me add a little color to that. It's not it's not that was the 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 uh I guess that was the gateway drug into how how do we how do we balance this? Cuz I cuz I like it's not an immense sense of guilt. There's little twinges of guilt and it's like, "Wait, wait, but you know what? This is okay." Mm. Because we've built this into our business, and eventually, I want to get into this idea. There's a lot of questions I want to answer. You know, the difference between, hey, do you work, you know, seven hour or seven day weeks, and then take three months off, or do you uh, work four day weeks and then have a, a you know very mellow schedule right. weekly? Do a regular versus an intense sort of lifestyle yeah. thing where you take sabbaticals? Yeah. Do you? Uh, we we all have experience with that with yeah. these kinds of things, right? And we're ch- it's changing how we're building our business, right? So I want to get into how this is affecting us, where the where we made mistakes, where we look at it now, what what things we've tried and didn't work out, maybe because yeah. ultimately there's no there's we don't know how to balance. We're still trying to find the balance, right? We're still teetering. This isn't a blog. That's what I love about podcasts. This isn't a blog post about like you know here's all the answers this is a real conversation of three guys who are trying to actively to do this and we we've, yeah. we've been there before you know we've had balance and we've gone way out of balance yeah so and i think we're all coming from the perspective of we tend towards working more than we would like to yeah just because naturally we should be said yeah yeah the three of us at least i don't know about most people listening to this and i think from terry's question uh, from a couple of episodes ago i don't know what that was you guys probably have the Episode number on the tip of your tongue? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, that was the opposite. He had the he had yeah. the opposite problem where he didn't have motivation. So mm-hmm. I think it, I think it can go both but, ways. But he didn't have motivation anymore. Yeah, he had so much motivation that that's it cost true. him. That's true his because relationship, of a, big, a big life thing, and that was the linchpin that was yeah. like kind of holding it all yeah. together. So I think, an, I think another way to look at this is my brother in law started doing a bunch of freelance video stuff lately. Mm-hmm. And he also landed a job in the area as well, so he's kind of oh, congrats doing double duty at the same time. D-D-D. And he just walked in, into the office one day, and he was just like, "How do you stop working? <laughs> like, yeah. how do you not just come home from work and then work on all the other work you have to do? So, like, how do you look at your list of things you have to get done by whatever day and say?" I'm not working right now. So let's let's um, maybe just agree on the point that it's okay not to work 24-7, right? It's not. And, yeah, let's, and let's you can go back to, maybe you have the episode on the tip of your tongue, uh, where, we, where I thoughtfully, graciously tell the story of the Mexican fisherman. Yeah, that is, I think, millions, then what? Uh, it's like episode... Six. 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 Yeah. Good Which job. is so good, good because job, we have Mexican story time. I, I don't, I mean, I literally put like a little like nylon string guitar music. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. guitar music. Yeah. <laughs> so, so episode good. six, it's good. But the, the point of that is uh, asking yourself, what's the point? So tip number one from me for better work-life balance is to get more comfortable with the idea of work-life balance, of living your life while you're trying to build something and not just uh, you know, working 24-7, get comfortable with that by asking yourself, what is the point to begin with? Why mm-hmm. am I feeling like I need to work 80 hours a week? What am I going to arrive at? And what am I working towards? And what happens when I get to that thing? Am I just going to continue to do this because that's what has become, fu- become fun for me? Yeah. Or um, like when that day arrives, is my life going to be magically different for some reason? And the fact is, it's not. It's it's yeah. good to have something to work towards that keeps life exciting, but you have to realize that you can easily get caught up in that always needing another goal totally. to work towards in order to keep life stimulating. And you can really do damage to 
everyone around you, like we talked about a couple yep. episodes ago. Yeah. And also, you just have to ask yourself the point. I've been reading a lot of Alan Watts lately. Yeah, you have. Oh, my God. That's my boy. Yeah. Oh. it's good stuff. Really? Yeah. Dude. I'm I'm so I'm so excited. Yeah, we could geek out about that totally. But the the and and so it's there's a lot of Buddhist undertones there. Yeah, but yeah. the the point is, what's the point? Is ask is asking yourself that question and um, constantly living when you're working really hard. You're usually living in the future because you're yeah. trying to control what's going to happen to you in the future by yeah. building your business in a certain way to make your life better later. But what are you doing right now? Like, what are you enjoying about the present? And I think in order to really achieve some sort of, you know, work-life balance, it's about achieving a future present balance as well yeah. so that you can learn to enjoy the moment in front of you so that you can sit on a cafe, you know, on a sidewalk drinking some rosé at a cafe and not feel super guilty that you're not working towards something in the future. I think that's, that's huge. I'll add on a second tip uh, for me, or number two. Is this rich or soft? This is, this is a soft tip, okay? okay. Follow Alan Watts daily on Twitter. And for me, it's the only account that I have uh, actually send me mobile updates. Like it actually texts me. I remember, I think I signed up originally for Twitter via mobile, si- you know, 40404 uh, back in the day. And it used to be like a SMS app, right? Hmm. Uh, and now, Alan, you, I think they're, they're slowly trying to like get rid of you being able to do this, but you can still turn on mobile, mobile notifications where it'll send me a text every time, you know, this person tweets or that person tweets or something like that. And Alan Watts Daily is an account that just tweets out, you know, a daily quote from him. And almost every one of them is asking you in a new, fun, good way, what is the point? Mm-hmm. What is the point? In a way that makes me, me think. And it makes, a way that makes you see like, you know, the universe and all of this crap, right? All all of this massive thing, this huge bit that we're in, you know, and we're just like this tiny speck in it. So, so this is your life, and is it? This is a switchfoot song. This is your life. Are you who you want to be? Something like that. Uh, but Alan Watts Daily, follow him on on Twitter. It's a soft tip, okay? But I'm still going to give it its own number. Number I like two. It. I like it. Um, but Corbett, I can't say enough about this question of. What is the point? Because if like, so think of my rambling introduction. It was about productivity. Well, guess what? If you make productivity the point, you've failed. You can't make productivity the point. You can't make- There are only so many minutes in a day. You can't invent more of them. And where does productivity take you? It just takes you. It does not take you anywhere. Yeah. You have to decide where this is going. Yeah, it's a vehicle or a tool. Exactly. And Alan Watts will be the first to tell you that like where you're going is- is going to take you off track of where you are right now. Yeah. And th- you're actually there, right? And there, he gets, you know, yada, 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 booty, 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 booty sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> you know, and insert meme of Neil deGrasse Tyson oh, here. Oh, God, I got a really good GIF for this. What? Did I say GIF? Is that okay? Yeah, GIF is the one. Okay. <laughs> Anybody Choosy who says GIF, it. if you say GIF, like. No, I'm, but did you read that whole thing? It was like GIF is the culture and GIF is the way you pronounce the actual. I don't know. I, I refuse to get involved in the debate, to be okay. honest. Right. Like, I don't really, I actually, I realize, I, I don't really care. I care about which way you put the toilet paper when you put it back in the thing, but I don't care about Jif Gif. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'm interested in making friends and not being alone. Sure. Principally, that is the point about Jif Gif. Okay. Me. I'm cool with that. You good with that? Yeah. What's the Jif? Uh, I'll find it. Okay. I'll find it. All right. It's a mind explosion. So, uh, well, I have one on, on metaphor.co, anyways, of, doesn't matter. So follow Alan Watts daily on Twitter. Uh, but the point of this whole idea, like this, this could, this could be the one thing that you end up hearing from this whole episode, probably. Uh, just the question of what is the point? And I think, well, yeah. And the only thing that you have that's a given is right now. You know, you you can't predict the future. There are these people that get on high horse when you talk about work life balance who are yeah. like, I don't believe in work life balance. My balance is I love my work so much that I do it every moment of the day yeah and that's fine it's cool it's cool to get wrapped up in your work for a while especially when it's new and it's fine if you enjoy it a lot but again like why are you doing this work in the first place what are you hoping to accomplish in the future and why can't you do some of that now that's the whole reason that i that i live the life that i live now which is when we went on that sabbatical to mexico i looked around and i said all these people have figured out some way to make their careers work around their lives so yeah. that they can live for months in another country, mm-hmm. almost as if they're rich or retired, but they're not. Yeah. So the question is, what's the point of trying to retire early or to get rich 
when you can actually do that now yeah. and just figure out a way to make your but career. But I feel like that question, because another way to ask what's the point is, what do you want? Right? What do you want? What, 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 is the, the, what do you want your life to look like? What, who, who do you want to be? What are the experiences you want to do? Uh, there was this awesome piece in GQ. I found it online uh, of where this guy hires 50 Cent to be his life coach. This journalist <laughs> hires 50 Cent to be his life coach. And it ends up, you know, he does it sort of like to, as this like joke of like, let's see what this is like, right? right. And it ends up getting his life changed. <laughs> you know, it's like really powerful. Yeah. Uh, but this exercise that 50 Cent had him do was really, it was like, it was awesome. Like I'm like, Melissa and I have it on the calendar to do this. Um, to, uh, you, you each, like on Pinterest, you could do it with files and images on your computer, but basically on Pinterest, go create a board for you, Corbett. Go create a board, a, a mood, like, you know, what a board of images that y- this is what I want my life to look like. This is, it's just a mood board, just images, right? There's no, no text, it's just images. Like, so there's an old man on a yacht, there's a whatever it ends up being, right? You do that, and then Jesse, your wife, would do uh, uh, her own, okay? So you both are, you know, going to, you know, solo mode and you make, you find, make the board. And then you work together to put the images that work into a joint board. Mm-hmm. Mood for your life. And it just is a fodder. It just, it just creates that conversation. You know, so if, if your wife ends up, it's like this old lady with a bunch of crazy jewelry. And it's like, well, where does, what does that mean to you? Like, what, <laughs> like, how, like, I need yep. to know how, how much money we need to make yeah. here, you know? And there's and a lot like, of cats involved. And there's a lot of cats involved and like, just like reading all the time, <laughs> like, you know, or whatever. Um, so that, but just as an exercise to get into this conversation, my mind's still reeling from the, uh, the com- the two part conversation with Terry when we talked about the the uh, how do we stay in relationships as entrepreneurs and Caleb what's that episode again fifty five fifty five God I love that voice from the wilderness just like mm-hmm. just this little prophetic that's this is what it is uh, but the uh, I'm still reeling from that idea of we have to get our pe- we're people we're people we're in relationship with we have to sell we have to get them on board with the story we have to get them the same page both mm-hmm. on the vision and this big story and the logistics. Mm-hmm. So how many times a year am I going to be traveling? What does a work week look like? Yeah. What are these sorts of things? This is such a big point also for this concept of work-life balance is who's in your life in a way that you are going to do the work to get them on the same page with you yeah. and to allow them to shape some of what your opportunities are and are not. Yeah. You know, I really wanted to go to WWDC this year. Is there, is there a tip in there? There's a big. I feel tip like there's there. a. I feel like there's a. Rich I feel tip like in there. we have a third. We have a third tip. Yep. This just in. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> rich tip on the Fizzle Show about work-life balance. Looks like the guys have uncovered a hidden mystery about getting the people in your life on the same page as you about your work because these are the people who speak into your life. Oh, very interesting. I like these guys. They have an interesting way of looking at things. Kind of zany, kind of wacky. I might just send them an email at heyguys@fizzle.co and say you're pretty great. You're so not your the tip best is to make a Pinterest board. <laughs> but uh, so Blue my tip board. tip being uh, about um who look like take a breath, step back from all the activity, from productivity. Put your cup quote, down. Unquote. Yeah. Take a breath, step back, clear your head, and, and ask yourself, who is in my life? And, uh, and who, uh, how do I need to get them on board with what my life looks like? How do I stay in balance with them, with my community? Mm-hmm. You know, which may, it doesn't mean that they're your employees or this, that, and the other. It doesn't mean that they're involved in any way, in any way in the, in the business, but just by the nature of the fact that they're in your life and this business is a big part of your life, uh, just simply having a, a a you know piece of paper where you can say like these are the people in my life that I'm going to allow to speak to me about my business on and that I'm going to share what my business is about and what how I'm li- how I'm doing it with them. Am I saying this well? I feel like I'm not. I'm getting towards the idea of of your community is a part of your work life balance. And yeah. it's so valuable when someone can tell you when your shit stinks. Well, when they can it's say about- like, you know, dude, you haven't been to your son's like soccer game in like Five weeks. Like, what's what's going on? Why would you? Why like? Well, right. I'm busy right now. It's like no, you stinks, pal. You know, like well, like Caleb was saying about his brother-in-law. Yeah, uh, it's really easy to just not be able to stop or not know when to stop. I think that gets a lot easier when you have clear expectations between you and the other people in your life. Yeah, about what the boundaries are. When mm-hmm. am I working? When am I free? And when you're working at home, that can be really confusing for people. It's like you're you're home. 
Like, let's go to the grocery store. Let's go run errands. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. do this project around the house. And it's like, no, I'm working, you know? And then they say, but you're always working. You know, when, when are you not working? When can we do this stuff? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that requires having a place in your home that's specific to yeah. say, this is where, you know, if I'm in this room, I'm mm-hmm. working. If this door is closed, I'm working, especially if you have kids around the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or to have certain times of the day, yeah. whatever. But so this idea, I think, of this tip number three around getting people in your life on board yeah. also leads into uh, another idea, which is to set clear boundaries and expectations, whether it be for yourself or for other people, uh, so that, you know, you don't bleed into that you don't tend towards that working all day, all night, every day until you burn out. Yeah, part of me wants to kind of break that up into two into two uh, pretty rich tips. One, so set clear boundaries and expectations, both physical in terms of like like literally locations, and then emotional. Like for me, uh, when I think of physical locations, I think of the places that I work and the times that I work. Right mm-hmm. when I think of emotional boundaries, I mean, how many times did I miss? Aiden's Saturday morning like little kid soccer thing because it'd be really easy for me to miss that because he's not going to remember that probably or may, and, and then he ends up remembering right. or, <coughs> or he's have you missed that sort of thing on a Saturday I have because yeah. of work or just because you need time to yourself uh yeah a little bit of both yeah I mean I've done it because it's like okay daddy needs to sleep for a little bit and sometimes it's like dude I'd love to get another couple hours in the coffee shop that would be in a weekend that would be amazing yeah. you know uh but like just that sense of um. Of those those emotional boundaries, because okay, so uh, I just heard something amazing from. Uh, I wish I could remember her her name. I met her on this trip I was on. She wrote a book called Bread and Wine, or Wine and Bread, or something like that. And uh, she was talking, and she said, "I made a huge mistake in my life. I've allowed myself to disappoint the wrong people. I was so caught up in not disappointing my publisher, Shauna Nequist. Yeah." I was so caught up in not disappointing my publisher and my agent and my this, that, and the other, and my fans and my Twitter followers and my this, you know, I was so, so concerned with not disappointing them that I ended up disappointing my son, Henry, and my husband or what, you know, or, or my mom and my dad or whatever, right? Like how many times have you, has it been like, it's, it's Father's Day this Sunday and it's like, I'm rushing to figure out what I'm going to do for my dad like a week before. Rather than you know actually having an, a, a a bit of space inside me to actually think these things through, like the people who are closest to me, they're the they're the most likely to get on by the way that I have fallen in love with my business. You know, in some ways, D- does that make sense? You did know, you say on? I I did. I said on, and what I meant to say was by. Oh, subtle difference there. Yeah, subtle difference. Yeah. I, I hope that's going to be funny with the beeps, but <laughs> I can't guarantee any of that. Now, now that Corbett knows that you have to hit the mark every time you swear, yeah, he's exactly. just making you do it more. Exactly. Did you just do it? Yeah, I've got like nine markers I just oh, said. Right there. <laughs> You're like the sensor. You're like the old time sensor. Yeah, exactly. Good thing we have delay. a yeah. five second delay. But this idea of who are you disappointing, or maybe more, more importantly, who are you concerned with disappointing? Um, I don't know if this is a rich tip, but it gets to that concept of community. Uh, of of, And it also gets to that concept of what do you want? What's most important to you? Because you're going to disappoint someone. You know why? Because you have a limited amount of time and resources. And you're going to, and it, say if your business takes off, guess what? Like you're not going to have enough time to get back to every email, probably. Mm-hmm. Even though guys like Gary Vaynerchuk can. Seth Godin, cool. You're not them. You're just not going to be them. So, what are you going to do when there's too much re- like requests for you that you can't get back to, right? You, that's why having these ideas set in place, sort of written in stone beforehand about who are my community, who am I allowing to speak into my life, who am I refusing to disappoint, and things like that can be so valuable as a kind of rudder at the bottom of a sailboat that kind of keeps it on course. You're looking at me like you have something going on. What is it? I'm looking through you to see what's into Caleb's soul. Oh, you Caleb. do that through me? Yeah. That's the most direct route? I know. Well, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> you got to do quite a bit of... Well, through. I don't see anything, but I feel like Chase has the you know the command center in front of him, and there's more yeah. connection to Caleb, so I was trying to channel Caleb through mm. you. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb, what are you hearing over there? Well, how, how do you want to tie this into the, the seasons thing? Because like, let me give an example for my end. 
I moved to San Diego two and a half years where ago. Where there are no seasons. <laughs> where there are no seasons. From yeah. Seattle, where there's two, there's rain and sun. Yeah. And so once I got here and it was sunny outside, it was like, oh, I got to finish work by three so I can like spend an hour by the pool and then go for a run before like the sun goes down and stuff. And then after a while, so after a while it's like, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. Like it's going to be warm. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And so I kind of lost that seasons sense of like, mm. oh, I need to go take advantage of this warm weather. Yeah. And I think that that is just dependent on where I'm living right now. Sure. But, but, like when I was in Italy, it's like I could work another hour or we could go stroll down this other neighborhood that I haven't been in or something yep. like that. So it's like no matter where you are, there are pushes and pulls of that kind of feeling of season or if you're traveling, but you also want to work. And I mean, you guys work and travel all the time and so do I. And there's always that pull of, you know, how much do you work when you're in a new location versus how much you don't work. And so I think that whether it's season or where you are located or if you work a full-time job and you have to wake up early to fit in more work, like how early do you wake up? Like yeah. you can cram in as much work as you want to wherever you are in your life. But I think that you have to be okay to turn the switch off sometimes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I mean, it's interesting because I think when you talk about like I could be in Italy and it's just like, wait, no, let's just scroll down this alleyway and see mm-hmm. what see what this neighborhood's like yeah. or something. Like what a great little little like mental picture of like that's what it looks like to take a deep breath and have a little free time, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be where you are, so to speak. Yeah. And if you don't have a vision of what the point is or of where you're going with your business, you're going to feel guilty in that moment instead of free. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's every time, you know, we're just switching into summer in Portland. We're just starting to get this. And I think this is a, this isn't the first time it's happened where I have to like readjust my expectations of my output. I think you know? I think you just touched on something big there. I think the biggest thing for me recently has been weekly expectations. And this mm. is something that we all do as a team is, you know, every Monday we say what we're going to work on. And every Friday we say what we worked on and if anything got added or if we didn't get to anything and kind of yeah. what the next week looks like. And that check in, check out thing, after a while, once you start to see, okay, every week I put way too much on my plate. Like once you start to realize if I would set realistic expectations, I can actually stop working. Yeah. Before I'm so hungry that we have to like go out to eat because yeah. neither one of us prepared any food. You start getting it's hungry. Like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Totally. No, absolutely. And 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 why are we always why why do are all of us pretty much guilty of putting too much on that Monday check in list? It's because we we want to get all those things done, and we want to do that for one another. We want to we want to say not we want to say look what I did, but we want to we really actually think we're going to be able to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And we actually also feel like this is my responsibility to do this. There's a bunch there's a bunch of uh, of of um, you know emotional and and whatever reasons why those things are on the list. When the truth truth is, I'll put I should just put two things on the list because I'm never going to put like oh go have coffee with this guy on the list. I'm never going to put like you, you know, got lunch you got over you here because that's what takes up your time. That's what takes yeah. all my time. But and, yeah, half you the started time, doing that, Corbett, where it's like yeah. interviewed by this person and yeah. And because that way, when I look back at my check ins, checkouts, I can say ah, that's what I that's what took up my time that week. Whether that's a yep. good or bad thing, yeah. I get to say I had these four meetings and that's why I couldn't get other stuff done. And then, and but then you also you're, you're opening up another issue or like us not uh, one of these kind of like what is the point questions about like yeah that didn't have any business implications at all but it felt good to catch up with a friend you know like there's like right. that where you're like okay I want to choose a little right. life where we can do that um, and you, so it's just this balance this constant balance you know because when you when you're essentially when you're doing what we do for a living, when you're creating a business where there's people who are expecting a blog post or a podcast, and you know the truth is, if we didn't, if we didn't publish a blog post, we'd never hear from anybody. If we didn't publish a podcast on a Friday, I think we'd hear from some people. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I mean, we believe we we treat those things like sacred. We better hear from people. <laughs> we treat those 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 schedules like a sacred thing for a reason, you know, because we wouldn't ship things unless we did. We Caleb uh, touched on something really interesting to me earlier about setting realistic expectations on what you're going to get done for the day or the week yeah, magically allows you to stop working at a certain hour because you kind of, it's it's that, again, it's the coolest thing you've ever come up with, Chase, as a framework. I hope you came up with it and you didn't just plagiarize it. I really did. That's like, I think the one, that I, I actually did come up with that one. The CEO worker bee yeah. thing? I, yeah. That's why I felt like you were going. Yeah. yeah. 
if you're always in CEO mode, you're always questioning the strategy. And if you're on the right track and what you should be working on, then you never turn it off and you're never able to. Yeah. But if you let yourself be worker bee for the week, you say on Monday, this I'm going to decide what I'm going to do. Yeah. Here's what's on my plate. And I'm not going to go back into that whole existential crisis mode in my mind until mm-hmm. next Monday. Yeah. Then you get to say, oh, you know what? It's five o'clock. Uh, it's sunny outside. I want to go to happy hour. And hey, you know, I made enough progress on this. I think I'll be able to knock it out tomorrow and I'll be in good shape for the week. So you you just let yourself take the time off that you should be taking off yeah. because you planned your that's week a, better. That's a, that's, a, that's a rich tip right there. That's number five. Set realistic expectations for what you can actually accomplish in a day and in a week. You know, mm-hmm. like what, and just to add a little more color to what we, what we do every week is we have a check-in email on Monday and a check-out email on Friday. And actually we're using a chat app to kind of keep track of these things called called Slack, um, ironically. But the the idea is on Monday, I say, you know, hey, I'm going to accomplish, I'm going to do these five things. And on Friday, I say, hey, I only did that one <laughs> because it was a lot bigger than I had expected it to be. Um, and if you're, you're exactly right, Corbett, that if in the expectation, in this, that check-in email, you can, you can tell yourself when you can stop working. Like Caleb, to your to your brother in law's question, mm-hmm. how do you stop working? It's like you stop working because you've on Monday said I'm going to do these two things this week, you know. And it's like okay, now it's okay to turn off. But even still, like it can be so hard just to feel like it's okay mm-hmm. to stop working because you know we hear from so many people who have different dis- you know, different dispositions about. Oh, I'm a I. I'm just a hustler, man. I don't know how to turn it off. And they're like, oh, wow, that person's successful, so I should do that too. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, no, like there's, this, there's a million ways to be successful. There's a million people who are successful, and they've, they all got there in different ways. You know? And even if you can lump a couple hundred thousand of them together as quote-unquote hustlers who, never, who sleep four hours a day and who answer every email and this, that, and the other, it doesn't matter. That might not be you. It also might be you. Well, I think the, I think the weekly check-ins is a good tangible thing that people can do. Um, maybe with a mastermind group if they don't have a team they're working with specifically or even just to themselves and set a reminder on Monday to write it to yourself. But I think that weekly review that is so popular because of David Allen and getting things done is really huge. And another part of it is, you know, we, we send these in digital form to each other on Slack, but once I started writing them down either with a post-it for every individual task or like in a list form, just on a piece of paper, and just leaving that out and seeing the things that I've done, like that, that helps me too. It's like if you've ever worked in software or in a group, like in a physical location, and you have like post-it notes that you like move as they go through the process. Yeah. Like on Silicon Valley, I'm, have you guys watched that show yet? I'm on only, HBO? I'm still only like three episodes in, so I haven't seen. Well, that plus yet. the clip that I sent you from the final episode. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, so good. Yeah. No, but, you're, you're, but basically you're, like moving going, yeah. the post-its as you go from like idea to like in progress to complete or whatever, yeah. like across. across What's that, there's a name block. for that for that model. And it was the, the Trello guy uh, at Fog Bay Software or whatever it was called. Uh, the dude, he was on Excel, early on Excel team, right? Um, Joel Spolsky. Yeah, Spolsky. It was something that he developed with his team, I believe. Really? That idea of to do, doing, and done. Having those three columns, and that's like your weekly, and it has a, there's a whole framework for it, and it's really p- powerful. A lot of a lot of teams do it, you know. A lot of guys, you would know, you're the prod prawn, yeah, prod prawns. Yeah. Um, but you know, this gets to a, to an important thing because you you kind of glossed over really quickly, Caleb, that idea of the weekly review. Mm-hmm. And the reason why in GTD the getting things done or the David Allen something, is, the week, the reason why that weekly review is so important is because it keeps your list current for actual actionable items. Right. You know, so instead not, of looking at 150 things to do. Exactly. Or, and so this, it, it takes about four days for your to do list to become a someday maybe list mm-hmm, totally. if you're not careful. Yeah. Right. And that's why, that's why these things always fall apart. That's why, that's why the weekly review is your only lifeline because you have to, and you come at it with a CEO mindset and your coffee and your, and your cup that says, you know, okay, you world's know, best boss. If you could, yeah, if you could just, uh, you know, yeah, you just come in and you're a dickhead, man. You're a, you're an and you come and you look at this, you're like, that, no, no, not those things either. This is what I want you to focus on right here. You know what? Because this is all, you're just getting all excited about this because it's this, that, and the other. And that's not where the point is. Yeah. The point is over here. So get these things done, and then you could take some time off, right? It's interesting um, to think about the difference between, you know, we can talk about this check-in, check-out process, weekly review process for us. 
because we have a team, but for people out there that are just winging it on their own, yeah. you don't have that accountability. And so it's really easy to set your goals for the week and then to, to go, oh, squirrel, and then you get on something else yeah. because it's more fun or it's of the moment. And then the week, the end of the week comes and either you do your review and you realize, oh, I didn't do that. You, you justify it somehow. Or you fall off the review process because you have this negative feedback loop yeah, of absolutely. never getting that stuff done because there's no accountability. So that's where Mastermind Group, I know we've hammered this home a lot, yeah. um, but that might help a lot to, to help no, you fulfill. No, we know fulfill, it will help a lot. To help you fulfill this, this tip that Chase so graciously laid out. And I made it soft for you. Thank you. But you know that that should be said, and maybe this is a part of the of the community idea of the relationships and community is having a. Um, so growing up, there was this concept, or I guess you know, just a few years back, there was this concept of the wingmen, and I mentioned it earlier, like guys who will tell you when your shit stinks, right? Uh, who tell you like you know you you think you're you th- I walk around thinking I'm God's gift to womankind or something like that. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, some great guy and I'm intelligent and I'm bright and I'm smart, right? We might we, you might find yourself in a boat like that one day when you're really you're just you're up you're you're like that. I remember that that also that that we're from Silicon Valley like you you just crawled all the way up inside your own. <laughs> when he's like as Steve said, Steve Jobs or, or Wozniak? <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. And I know and it, I know on. HTML goes Jobs. You just crawled so far up your own ass, <laughs> and I love it. Um, but this, we we are all because of this necessary delusion of being an entrepreneur. We are all capable of like of like we have to fight so hard for idea our ideas. We might become a little too delusional about what we should be working on, or what it's costing us, or whether this importance and whether this event is important to go to or not, or this that and the other. Right, mm-hmm. and you get we get emotional about our decision making. So having this, uh, these wingmen, someone that you're close to, maybe a few, we can call them a mastermind group. You can call them an accountability. You can, you can call them a close friend. You can call them mom. A coach. You could call them mom. You could call Corbett if you wanted. You could actually, if you're lucky, you could actually just print out, uh, uh, we'll, we'll make like a little, you know, a printout oh, of Corbett's face. Do you remember that video of the guy who carried around the, the, the stick with my face on it and asked people? No, wait, what was it? Oh my God, yes, I totally do. <laughs> and then he gave somebody a catalytic converter as a that the was guys. so amazing. It was, was for awesome. it was for what? It was a competition, it was a competition the for the thing. mentorship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's totally put that in. The, that. Let's put yeah. that down below. Oh my, that was goodness. hilarious. Chris Alta was that? His I name? think you're right. You're yeah. totally right. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Um, but this idea of of people around you that you trust enough to allow them to kind of like, hey, to say you're getting off balance. Like you're focusing over here and you're not you're not doing what what are you giggling? <laughs> it was just so humbling the guy goes around with a picture with my face on it. <laughs> oh, that was the best. <laughs> it was good. Chris, big, huge that guy was funny. honking love. So um okay, so let, let, let me let me tell you the, the tips as we have them laid mm-hmm. out so and far. Then- okay. Get more comfortable with the idea of work-life balance by asking yourself, what is the point? What happens when I get to that thing? This is a question of what do I want is number one, okay? Number 1.5 is hmm. follow Alan Watts daily Oh, because it was, it was a soft tip. Yeah, so it was it a sort of soft, yeah, it was it. soft tip. Got it. Number two, your relationships and your community are a part of your work-life balance. So allow them, allow them in. Like, like, make that a little bit of a conversation at some point where you're saying, "Hey, here's here's where I'm uh, here's where I'm taking my business, and here's the commitments that I want to make to you, and the commitments that I want to make to my family and the people I care about." Don't allow me to disappoint you. I give you this, you know, rod of <laughs> of magic powers to just beat me with. If I got one of those, you do, you do, and it's really a rod of magic powers. It's really something to, to behold. It really is. Number three is set clear boundaries. And expectations. Okay, these are physical and emotional. I didn't turn them into two. So physical being what when this door is closed, what does that mean? Or hey, simple things like that. Like if you're coming out, you're walking home from work, or like maybe like, hey, when you I know my son's coming home at five fifteen, maybe I have an alarm go off every day at four forty five and I stop and I go and I walk around the block. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, that's a good one. 
Just because like, literally getting, the walk around the block, walk thing. around yeah. the block. Yeah. Right? N- now that we have a dog again, it's it's a nice little break to the day. You know, yeah. I got she's whining. I got to take her out and. Around the block almost feels like the walk home from work from yeah. the office yeah. that you don't get when you have a home office. Totally, you don't get that. I was really smart of you to say, Caleb. Just this idea of like we're we're all working from home, you know. Um, and I think a lot of people out there are. Uh, number uh, number four is set realistic expectations for what you can actually accomplish in a day and in a week, depending on how you do your check in check outs, depending on what's on your to do list, right? These sorts of things and built or into to that. Dow. To d- <laughs> if, if you're like a badass, it's not or, a to do list. It's to dow list. I thought it was tuch, tuch. Oh, yeah, or tuch, tuch. <laughs> uh, And then number five, uh, this concept of either a weekly review, a check in, check out, writing an, on a piece of paper instead of a computer thing, and being a really big bad boss at the end of a week or at the end of a day on what's actually going to get done next week or what should be focused on. Right, this this concept of we're setting realistic expectations for what we can actually accomplish. Now, where are you going to capture that? That your brain's going to trust you're going to see it. Mm. That you're actually going to allow this piece of paper to be your boss. Um, that gets its own tip by by its own because it's frankly it's quite a rich one. Until you get mad and you're like you're not the boss of me, and then you crumple yeah. Yeah. the paper up, which is it. also a moment of extreme work life balance. You know, so let's 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 end this first version of this conversation. Oh God, this is the most organized podcast episode we've had in a long time there are things that are enumerated yeah it's pretty they, good they were summarized yep i yep i've summarized them if you guys like this style by the way of podcast from us that happens to be a little bit more organized than other ones you should write us hey guys at fizzle.co i was gonna say wait another 59 episodes until we have, one. <laughs> until we have another one uh, I have been Chase Warman Reeves. I've been Corbett uh, enumerated list for the podcast episode bar. Oh, I've been Caleb Logic. <laughs> Such a fake laugh. And I have been Caleb Logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so there you have it. I've put all the links for this show together for you at fizzleshow.co slash 59. That's F-I-Z-Z-L-E show.co slash 59. Check it out. Tell your friends. You know, that's how this stuff uh, is going to get into the hands of those who need it most. Here's an iTunes review from Coma Dolls in the U.S. Full of simple, down-to-earth advice I can actually use. And these guys remind me not only how to do what I do, but why I am doing it. And that I am not alone in my quest. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Coma. I think I'm saying your name right. I hope I am. And even if I'm not, would you please forgive me? Because I really liked your review. If you like this, please leave us an honest rating in iTunes. It doesn't cost you much, and it means the world to us because it helps other hopeful entrepreneurs find this show. You've heard me say this before. Simply search for Fizzle in the iTunes store, and even though you'll be tempted to click on the Jamaican dance hall booty, click instead on the three white boys looking at the Jamaican dance hall booty and click write a review. So there is part one of this conversation. Tune in next week for the next installment. We have five more actually and then a couple soft couple soft tips. Five rich tips, a couple soft ones coming up in the next episode. And in the meantime, head to fizzleshow.co slash 59 and do this. Share your rich tip about balancing work life. What's helped you? What's been beneficial? What have you read? What have you been interested in? What have you heard before? And uh, you may make it onto the next show. I'd love to get a conversation going there. That's fizzleshow.co slash 59. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.